With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I do thank the Lord for the wonderful privilege we have day after day together by the radio and study God's precious word. And I'm grateful for you listening wherever you may be listening today. We're turning in our Bible to the book of John chapter number 14. And again, I'm reading verse number 16. But before I read the verse of scripture, I do want to just make mention of the fact that I have the material on the Holy Spirit in printed form. And if you're interested in a copy of the book, you can either order it by going to our website, harvesttimebroadcast.com, and then go to the books and tapes tab there, or you can order it at the address given at the close of the broadcast today. But if you'd love to have it, then send us an offering for the broadcast, and we'll be glad to put you a copy of the book in return mail. John chapter number 14 and verse number 16. You remember this is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking to his disciples on the evening before he was crucified the next day. He said to them, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you for ever. For the last two or three broadcasts, we have been looking at the power of the Holy Spirit required. And I'm dealing with some things that only the Holy Spirit can do. Let me say again, it's a great day in the life of a Christian when you learn to cooperate with the Spirit of God. I said to you in the great work of God, there are two sides. Number one, there is God's part that man cannot do. Then there is man's part that God will not do. And in our study of the Word of God, we look first of all at the fact that only the power of the Holy Spirit can convict of sin. Then second, we saw that only the power of the Holy Spirit can convert the sinner. And again, I want to emphasize that we are to do everything in our power to present the gospel clearly. And we're to do all that we can do to point sinners to the Savior that they might be saved by the grace of God. But we must realize when we have done all that we can do, there's something to be done that is impossible for men to do, and that is to convert the sinner into a saint, to change him from a person on the road to hell to a person on the road to heaven, to bring him out of the condemnation of sin and place him under justification in the Savior. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. So we saw the power of the Holy Spirit is required to convict of sin, to convert the sinner. Then I pointed out on yesterday that only the power of the Holy Spirit can conduct the services. Man's program 
never accomplishes what God's power can do in the service. And I realize when I say that, that I'm in danger of someone branding me for something that I'm not. Our God is a God of order. And the Holy Ghost will never lead in his service in a manner that is contrary to the word of God. And God said for all things to be done decently and in order. But again, I'm afraid that we rely too much upon the power of personalities, the power of psychology, the power of our programs and our planning and our own philosophies instead of realizing we need the power of the Holy Ghost on our church services and in our church services in this day that we live in. We need to go back to Zechariah chapter number 4 and verse number 6, where the Word of God said, Not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. So we must have the power of the Holy Spirit to convict of sin, to convert the sinner, to conduct the services. And then may I say to you, number four, that only the power of the Holy Spirit can comfort the saints. As the church gathers together, we need to realize, yes, we do have a ministry of evangelizing the sinners and reaching out to those who are unsaved and unchurched and bringing them to Christ. But we also must recognize that the church has an inward ministry of exhortation and edification to the saints of God. You see, as Christians, we often walk through valleys that no one knows about, and if they know about them, most do not understand them. Often these burdens and battles are of such a nature that we really cannot even share them with other people. But you see, it's in times like this that the Holy Spirit engages in this ministry of consolation. I say again, only the power of the Holy Spirit can comfort the saints of God. There are times when we're confused because as children of God, we do not know what to do. But again, in that hour, the Holy Spirit will comfort us by bringing to our remembrance how that Jesus said in John 16, 13, albeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. And again in John 14, 26, the Word of God said, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. What a comforting thought that is, for the saints of God. Then there are times in the Christian's life when we experience trials and testings, but it's in this time that the Holy Spirit again brings comfort to us through such verses as we find in Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 14 through verse number 16. Listen to the Word of God. The Bible said, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, for we have not an high priest which shall not be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Listen to verse number 16. The Bible said, let us therefore come boldly 
to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Yes, my friend, there are times when the saints of God need comfort, and the Holy Spirit can minister that consolation and that comfort to the saints of God through the church services and through we who are saved as no other power can do so. Where you go to church, there are all kind of needs in the services. People in the service from basically every walk of life, some with spiritual problems, some with social problems, some with family problems or financial problems, and every other imaginable problem. How can one preacher preach one message and minister to the need of all of those. May I say to you, the preacher within himself cannot do that, but the Spirit of God can enable him to do that through the preaching of the Word of God. I could not tell you how many times I've stood at the back of the building where the people exit out after the service is over and the saints of God came by, gave me a firm handshake, looked me in the eyeball, and said something like, Preacher, God sent that one just for me. I did not even know them, much less know their need. And had I known them and known their need, I still probably would not have been able to help them. But oh, let me say again, the Holy Ghost knows what the saints of God need. And he's able to put something in every service. The singing, the study of the Word of God, the preaching that will minister comfort to the saints of God. Let me give you the fifth one quickly. Not only, only the power of the Holy Ghost can convict of sin, convert the sinner, conduct the service, and comfort the saints. But may I say to you, number five, that only the power of the Holy Ghost can conquer Satan. Oh, my friend, it's a great day in our life when we realize that the Christian life is a battle. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. When I look at that list of adversaries, that I am facing, and to use the word used there in Ephesians chapter number 6, that I must crawl into the wrestling ring and battle with those, I recognize that I need a power that is beyond myself. And I find the answer to that in First John chapter 4 and verse number 4, where the word of God said, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Oh, dear friend, listen to me today. You and I are no match for Satan. But I want to say to you very firmly, the Holy Spirit is. He is able to conquer him and to give victory to the saints of God, both in their individual life as well as in the services at the church. Let me give you a good picture from the Bible. In John chapter number 12, we find the story of Mary who brings an alabaster box of costly ointment and breaks it open and begins to anoint the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ 
and to wipe his feet with her hair. This, if you know anything about Bible typology, is a beautiful picture of worship. And as Mary did this act of kindness to the Lord Jesus Christ, Judas Iscariot, who, by the way, is a type of the devil, complained. And let me say, every time you start worshiping the Lord, the devil will complain. But in that story in John 12, the Lord Jesus Christ allowed Judas to talk on for a little while about what Mary was doing. But finally, in verse number 7, the Bible said, Then said Jesus, Let her alone. And Judas obeyed. And may I say to you, my friend, the same is true with the devil. Every time we start to worship or serve the Lord, the devil opposes us. God permits the devil to oppose us for a while. But then the Lord says to Satan, Let her alone. Or let him alone. Get your hands off of her. Shut your accusing mouth and let them alone. The devil must obey. He's defeated. And the saints triumph through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not you and I fighting our battles, but it's the Holy Spirit who conquers our enemies for us. The Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse number 37, Nay, in all of these things we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. Show my friend the power of the Holy Spirit is required to convict of sin, to convert the sinner, to conduct the services, to comfort the saints, and to conquer all Satan. The Lord willing will continue on the next broadcast. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold the fields are white. It's Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time. 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Argonaut.